0: This episode is sponsored by Cyberlytica, combating fraud, account takeover, and information warfare. Get a free dark web password scan now from Cyberlytica. Use promo code HACKED AGAIN. My guest today is Paul Ionella, a cybersecurity subject matter expert and is the CEO of TDI. Paul has nearly 25 years of corporate executive cybersecurity and computer science experience. He founded financed, and built TDI into a world-class consulting firm offering cybersecurity services to hundreds of government agencies and commercial clients around the world. Paul, I want to first welcome you to the show and ask you, what keeps you up at night?
1: Thanks very much, Scott. Well, a lot of things keep me up at night these days, especially as, as the Ukraine is being infiltrated by Russia. And I think we've all heard on the news and some of us witnessed a significant uptick in, in cyber attacks. Yeah. But one of the one of the, I guess, weakest links in the chain that I, that I fear for the most is smaller community banks and credit unions, because I just don't think they're equipped to fight cyber crime at the level that's necessary. Um, I think criminals know and exploit this, and that's part of the problem. So I, I, what keeps me up at night really is what's the untold harm to global financial services and banking industries if there were a concerted effort to play out, and concerted efforts are playing out. So I, as, as fearful sounding as it may be in nearly 30 years in this space, I, I believe we're now at one of the most tenuous places we've ever been in terms of genuinely understanding risk uh, and frankly, my two cents on the risk is that it's it's unimaginable. Yeah,
0: well, that's a valid fear, and something similar to what I've thought, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners think about too. So, really g- glad that you highlighted that. Want to learn a little bit more, maybe about some of the great stuff that you guys are doing there at TDI. And uh, one thing I came across, I was looking over on your your um, website there, was this interesting white paper, and, and it was an insight report. It was entitled "Cybersecurity Alignment." Between the business and the board, I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit more about that and share some of your insight from the report.
1: Yeah, I think the the board report, along with uh, simultaneously build out of the solution that you mentioned, see insight, mm. kind of come together at a at a pretty appropriate time. Um, you know, one one of the things that we've been able to do over these last twenty years at TDI, given our customer base, is assess boards of directors while being on board ships and assessing their systems and looking at systems in space and underwater and uh, working with small banks all the way up to the London Metal Exchange and some of the top 10 banks. And it's an interesting purview for especially a company our size that's wholly focused on cybersecurity because as we roll out tens of thousands of tools and probably 15 rolled out in the 10 seconds it took me to say that. <laughs> yeah. I think we keep going away from what is a is, is a, a paradigm challenge that we have. And, and that's, we keep focusing on activity and we're not focusing on achievement. I mean, in, in other words, we can answer what we're doing. We can't answer how well we're doing. And, and the white paper tries to lay out a proven and kind of practical approach organizations can use to increase their value and alignment of cybersecurity to the business and the board. And we kind of believe that's where it, where it starts. And if, if you're following the news very recently, the SEC and Senators King and Collins are, have been pushing and, and actually just got put into the omnibus, uh, some cybersecurity rules changes that that are forcing uh, larger institutions, particularly those governed by the SEC, to start reporting out on in a more timely manner and disclose what is the expertise that you have on the board to address cyber. And, and so, you're looking at statistics like organizations spent uh, more 12.4 uh, percent more last year than the year before. Before, so we're up to 260 billion dollars in, in in cyber spend, and the teams that are that are carrying this out are only getting more and more pressure. So naturally the board, they want in, right? They, they need the awareness to understand what's happening in their organization. But it's really hard to bridge that gap. We've got limited automation, inconsistent reporting, uh, cyber being poorly integrated into strategy generally. And again, no board, on, no uh, expertise on the board usually. So our premise is the, the paradigm has to shift such so, that so cyber is as critical and interrelated to the success of an organization as any resource, any component, whether it's pricing or, or marketing or labor or, or uh, financial systems or growth or, or human resources, meaning if we raise it to this higher, highest level of an organization, we also have to understand its, its impact, uh, how it's measured and, and visually reported on. And the reason this doesn't happen generally is there's one, a misalignment in understanding of risk tolerance between the board and the security teams in an organization. There's a disparity in technical understanding and, and in industry terminology. We're not speaking the same lexicon, right? You walk into a board, as an example, in Singapore or uh, in Tokyo or in Washington, D.C., you ask for a p statement everyone understands. You ask for pro forma sales projections, everyone understands. If you ask for a cyber report, I will bet my career, you'll never see the same two things happening. And that's a major issue. Uh, And there's also lack of meaningful and timely visibility into really the day-to-day cyber performance of an organization. So the white paper sets out to take on some of the guidance that's coming out from governance bodies like NACD and ISA uh, it provides a roadmap on how to get there, how to improve your organization's alignment to strategy and reporting into the board with eight tenets on how to increase, uh, increase that alignment and five key metrics, which genuinely after 20 years, we believe are kind of the core components to how you understand a cyber program. Because really, if, you, if we boil it down to simple terms, we should be running cyber like a business. It should just be another business unit, and we should be able to answer how it does. So, if you manage its performance, or measure and manage its performance, its risk, its maturity, its compliance, and its ROI or business value, then you'll be speaking the same lexicon and 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 bringing the board into play. So, we hope this is kind of a primer in in what isn't a novel approach approach to running a business, but what is a novel approach to running a cyber program because if I have to sit in one more board meeting in here last month, we had 10,000 vulnerabilities. And this month we have 5,000 vulnerabilities. I'm going to rip the report up. It tells us nothing. And so we really have to get to that place. And uh, the solution we built CN is really playing this out in an automated fashion. So we have built something that ingests existing cyber tools into our management platform CN to provide all of these elements and, and metrics and what we're calling cpis instead of kpis and, and and that's what that's what we have spent 20 years learning how to understand and the last five bottling and, and putting into this solution
0: mm, yeah fascinating stuff and I, I really like how you you kind of mentioned there and describing how cyber you have to treat it like like a business and i think so many organizations they don't really do that. They, they kind of think of it as an afterthought, especially after a company's compromised and suffer a ransomware attack or a data breach or something. And then all of a sudden everything gets turned upside down. And, and it's kind of a disaster at that point. It does, doesn't make a whole lot of sense, I think, the way that traditional companies are handling it. And it's great that you guys have this years of experience where you can come in and you've developed tools and technology that can hopefully change that landscape a little bit to, to improve the, a company's cyber stance. So it's great stuff that you're doing there and I encourage people to certainly reach out. And in fact, maybe Paul, what's a great way that people can learn more maybe about some of the stuff that you're doing there and get, get a conversation with you and your team?
1: Well, simply go to our website at, at tdisecurity.com. Uh, there's plenty of, of places there where you, you can uh, register and we'll reach out to you right away. We will be publishing this white paper this month, so so look for that, and that will be available on our white, on our website as well. Uh, and uh, some conferences that we're going to as well will be posted and, and, and uh, on Twitter. We're at TDI Security, and and uh, and you can come check us out at, at one of these at one of these conferences as well. So I'll be at uh, CISO 360 in New York on 31 March, uh, as an example, of doing a keynote there.
0: Great. Great stuff. Great. Thanks again for your insight there, Paul. And I encourage certainly our viewers and listeners to check out some of the great stuff that TDI is doing. And thanks again for
1: the time and and stay safe, everyone. Thanks very much, Scott. appreciate it.